If I made my mind up about you, could you see us through? If I made my mind up about us. Could you find a way to trust? If I gave my heart over to you, it's November twentieth, twenty twenty. Eleven twenty twenty twenty. That's, uh, let's see, 20, 40, 60, 71. I think in the Bible it says that uh, four score and seven years is something like 72 years of life that's promised to us from the Lord God, Jesus Christ, or something like that in the Christian religion. So uh, maybe that's 71 millennial years or... 71 million years or 72 million years, right? There's got to be something in that numerology. There's a lot of twos, zeros, and ones. That's all it is. Well, guess what? Twos, zeros, and ones are the makeup of the binary digital code that drives 99% of our lives today. Remote learning, Distance medicine, writing letters, telecommunicating uh, via Zoom, and all these things that we're doing in the 21st century are zeros and ones. Now, how the twos fit in there, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe advanced. Mathematical science is now incorporating twos to accelerate the process of the binary system of digital ASCII technology. I just really wanted to say that. <laughs> I have no idea. But it is um, 1241 a.m. Uh, considered Thanksgiving morning here in the United States in California. And I'm sitting outside in a beautiful park called Crescent Park here in Los Angeles, California. And I am amazed at how quiet it is. I mean, it is like the world is awake, but the people, the birds, the trees, the animals are all asleep. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. The ambient noise of a sprinkler in the background seems to soothe my soul. We've gone through a lot this year. I mean, tomorrow people are going to wake up and be thankful for a lot of things. Um, and then there's going to be a lot of people who are 
only thankful for the things that they can think of. I'm hoping somehow we're thankful for the things that we have yet to know, yet to see, and yet to feel that will comfort us, provide us with the financial support that we all need in a world of capitalism, and will also soothe our souls as we go forward. My podcast is usually about politics or life or love or whatever, viruses and all this other stuff. But right now, right at this very moment, all I'm thinking about is humanity. My stepfather is uh, in a nursing home, and I was afraid about that happening. And uh, turns out he's happy as a lark. He was living alone uh, in his own house in Ontario, but even at his advanced age and with uh, Alzheimer's, the thing that makes him smile the most is community. That there are people around, there's a doggy in the place. and Every picture I get of him that they take and send out because they're locked down for a couple of weeks because somebody tested positive, shows him with the biggest smile on his face. You can almost see the aura of his life around him. And maybe that's the point, you know, is that no matter how much we fuss and fight, we actually really need each other, really want to be around each other. When I do these podcasts, I I always in my heart, somewhere deep inside, want to give the answers to all the questions, to know all the information so I can unveil, unreveal that that very kernel of things that we all hope to learn, but, you know, Steve Butler's going to deliver it in the podcast because he can feel it. You know, I don't don't have all those answers. But I am opening myself up to the universe to talk through me to everyone. Um, I have friends that have been going through madness, either in their love lives, their their homes, their relocations, um, financial uh, situations, and then those that I know that have a lot of money are experiencing loss of, of uh, relatives and friends. I mean, as you can hear the siren in the background, even in the dead quiet and sensory perception of beauty and perfection is always a reminder that someone is in desperate need of help. I guess it's just a staple of who we are and how we live. You just don't know. You just don't know. And all you can do is uh, wake up each day and do the best you can. When I go to sleep like me, <laughs> uh, I was um, remembering, uh, or I was trying to remember as a child what, what Thanksgiving was like. And I think uh, the thing that was most important to us all the time was waiting for Aunt Helen's rolls. You know, she made, she, Martha Stewart would just blush at Aunt Helen's roles. I mean, everybody that showed up, all my cousins, my sister, moms, all the families, we'd have like 
nine families together in three different houses on one block, you know, touch uh, on cement, tackle on the grass, football, watch football, cars all over the place, you know, people boasting and telling lies and all that other stuff. But at the end of the day, everybody's like, is Aunt Helen's rolls here yet? You know, I mean, man, they just melt in your mouth with butter and you just touch them and just the butter just comes out. It was just amazing that something so simple could be so important amidst so much braggadociousness. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it seemed so simple when we were kids, but you know, now that I'm older, I realize there were people making all that happen, right? There were people who were taking out the time to create an experience that would stay with you forever that would allow you to feel love because they knew that there would be days where you felt lonely and separated and unloved and they wanted to give you as many of those small moments as a child so that in those moments those memories would carry you through. It was an amazing and beautiful thing that those folks did and that happened all over the world you know that was something that people continued to try to do all over the world because i don't know if the whole world celebrates thanksgiving because thanksgiving is definitely uniquely you know, american as a holiday but thankfulness i think is celebrated on that day i think people celebrate with us understand the feeling because everyone has a day of thanks for something um I'm about five feet, nine inches tall. Uh, the average size, I think, of kids these days is, I think girls are like 5'11", boys are six feet tall. I mean, it's amazing how big they are. And sometimes I think to myself, you know, that I might be a little bit jealous about how I would love to want to uh, deal with that and how I would love to want to be a part of something like that, to be tall, to just be you know, beautiful and wonderful and tall and just uh, love being beautiful and wonderful and tall. And then I think about it and I say to myself, you know, Steve, you're a beautiful five foot nine inches, you know, packed with a lot of joy and love that just sits inside of me and makes me feel wonderful. And the more I can give and push out of my five foot nine inch frame into the world to make people feel better and loved and, and encouraged to be stronger, the taller I get as a person. And there's nothing that can replace that, you know? It's just a beautiful thing. So I guess at the end of the day, the thing I'm most thankful for is the fact that I even have the opportunity to be thankful. That's what I'm thankful for. The opportunity to be thankful. Because how many opportunities do you get? Maybe 11, 20, 20. Maybe that's the amount of opportunities you get to be thankful. We just try and we 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 try. And we always think, well, when are we going to get there? When are we going to succeed at whatever it is that we're trying to do? Well, guess what? 
you're succeeding every time you try. Every time you try, you succeed. Every time you don't give up, every time you don't close your eyes, every time you're still here and you decide to give it one more shot, you've succeeded. Seedlings, you know, that fall from the tree and then grow up into big trees with little trees. Well, they didn't know that they were gonna be planted on this block or that block or this piece of the world, or that piece of the world. You know, a sandstorm in the Sahara Desert didn't know that it was going to be flipped up and turned over and remolded a million times over a million years. And just think one grain of sand kind of makes it into some kind of glass capsule that you can turn over to count time. This is all a miracle. This whole life thing is a miracle. Enjoying life is a miracle. I don't know where we go from here once we exit this, this existence. And I don't know exactly who set it up the way they did, where your memory only expands back as far as you know. And your memories can only create it as far as you go. But at the end of the day, I think it's best to just enjoy the ride. To love it, to be a part of it, to hold on to it. And if you're getting second and third and fourth chances to love again, whether that be a friend, a, a lover, or your kids, or a dog, or your favorite chess game, or card game, or whatever it is that makes you feel the love that you need and want, then you know what? Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. Enjoy it until you can't enjoy it anymore. Hold on to it till you can't hold on to it anymore. Grow it until you can't grow it anymore. Make it a part of everything that makes you who you are. Make it a part of what makes you. Well, they say that trees don't grow without water or sunlight. And that's what turns the energy into food. Well, I don't think people grow without other people some kind of way. I think that's what turns our energy into food. I mean, planes fly, rocket ships go to the sky, satellite tracks our every movement. And yet and still, we all kind of keep saying, looking for a miracle. Well, you know what? All these things we take for granted were miracles to somebody a long time ago. A long time ago. So miracles would be created every single moment of our lives. I hope that your God, your friend, your dream, your spirit, your understanding of the world takes you wherever you want to be. And if it takes a holiday and a date 
like 11 20 2020 or 11 26 2020 to be thankful then thank you for thinking of me and I'll be thinking of you amen <laughs>